Hello friends, warm Advent wishes to you on this first Sunday of Advent. Today starts a season when we remember those who waited over the course of centuries for the promised Messiah, the Messiah whose birth we celebrate at Christmas. We take time to inhabit their waiting and to inhabit their hope. And in turn, we make their waiting our waiting and their hope our hope because we too are looking for the fulfillment of a promise, the promise of Jesus's return, and with his return, the redemption of all things. When we wait for something, we're often inclined to make ourselves busy or to fill our time with distractions. I think it helps to make the waiting feel more tolerable. But Advent is different. Advent invites us not to wait in busyness and distraction, but it invites us to wait in stillness and presence. Would you take the next few minutes to enter into that waiting, the waiting of this season with me? Whatever you've been doing, can you put it aside for a moment? Can you relax your planning, the things you've been thinking about, so that together we could enter into that holy waiting, perhaps set the tone for the celebration of Advent to come? I'd like to read part of a psalm from today's lectionary, because I think it's a picture of what waiting looks like, and it's also a picture, I think, of what God is often doing in our waiting. We tend to think of waiting as a time when not much is happening, a passive time, an in-between time, when we're waiting for the action to come. But what if, spiritually speaking, what if the action is actually in the waiting? What if God is doing something deep and good in us, even if it's under the radar. Listen to these words from Psalm 25. What is the psalmist longing for? In the silence that follows this reading, I invite you to ponder that question. What is the psalmist longing for? And how might God be at work in his waiting? What good could be coming out of the psalmist's waiting. Psalm 25, verses 1 through 5. I will lift up my soul to you, Lord. I trust in you, my God. Do not let me be ashamed. Do not let my enemies triumph over me. Indeed, no one who waits on you will be ashamed. But those who offend for no reason will be put to shame. Cause me to understand your ways, Lord. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God who delivers me. All day long, I have waited for you.
When I was 20 years old and a sophomore in college, I experienced a season of depression. The worst part of it is that God, who had felt very real to me, he felt very distant. It was like his word dried up. When I read the Bible, it didn't speak to me. It didn't mean very much to me at all. I still read the word every day. I clung to my faith, but my faith felt really empty. And I remember how hard it was being in church. Everyone around me seemed to be experiencing God's nearness, his blessing. I felt like I was left out. One day, several months into the season of depression, I read a verse in Psalm 5, and somehow I knew it was true and that it was true for me. It was Psalm 5 verse 12. You surround the righteous with your favor as with a shield. And it was as though God was saying to me, I know you feel like I'm distant, but I'm right here. In fact, I'm surrounding you and I'm protecting you with my love as with a shield. Now that was not the end of my depression, but it was the day that God pierced the darkness and gave me a glimpse of light at the end of the tunnel. I still had to walk through the rest of that tunnel, but as I waited for my healing to come, I could cling to that promise, and I did. He had given me a tool to help me in my waiting, to help me to wait well. Sometimes waiting looks like that. It looks like clinging to a promise in God's word, to one little seed of truth, to one little glimpse of light. Here are some of the things God might be doing in us while we're waiting for something. He might be deepening our desire for the good thing that we're waiting for. He might be purifying our desire, helping us to want the thing that we're waiting for, for the right reasons and not the wrong ones. He might be clarifying what's really important in our lives helping us to put things into godly, heavenly, and eternal perspective. He might be simply teaching us to trust him. He might be inviting us to pray, or perhaps to pray in a new way, or in a deeper way, or in a simpler way. He might want to be speaking to us through his word during our time of waiting, you see, when we're waiting, sometimes we're more open and attentive to what he has for us in scripture, what he wants to say. Friends, what is something that you are waiting for in this season? Or something that God might be inviting you to wait for, to wait for in an active, in a faith-filled, in a biblical kind of way? How might God be at work in your life through your waiting. As I read Psalm 25 verses 1 through 5 again, see if a word or phrase stands out to you above the others. Is there a word or a phrase in the psalm that might articulate or begin to articulate your prayer during your season of waiting as you put your hope in God and as you welcome what he wants to do in your life? I will lift up my soul to you, Lord. 
I trust in you, my God. Do not let me be ashamed. Do not let my enemies triumph over me. Indeed, no one who waits on you will be ashamed. But those who offend for no reason will be put to shame. Cause me to understand your ways, Lord. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God who delivers me. All day long, I have waited for you. I'd like to close with an Advent prayer written by the African-American theologian Howard Thurman, who was a mentor of Martin Luther King Jr. May the sounds of Advent stir a longing in your people, O God. Come again to set us free from the dullness of routine and the poverty of our imaginations. Break the patterns which bind us to small commitments and to the stale answers we have given to questions of no importance. Let the Advent trumpet blow. Let the walls of our defenses crumble and make a place in our lives for the freshness of your love. Well lived in the spirit and still given to all who know their need and dare receive it. Amen.